welcome to the Sports Fathers, episode 46 for the 11th of June, 2015. Take me out to the ball game. That's what literally happens in this episode. I go to my first ever Major League Baseball game in Atlanta, Georgia. Braves versus the Padres. All that coming up next. Hello from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Father Daryl Millette, uh, down for a little bit of a trip here, and uh, I'm joined today with Father Corey Stika, who is originally from, or normally from Malta, Montana, but right now is in Atlanta, Georgia. Hello. Well, miracle of miracles, I'm not over Skype. We're actually sitting in the same living room. We actually can look at each other, unlike normally on Skype. So yeah, this is kind of fun. So I don't know if that helps or not, or hinders, or you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, and that other uh, that other laugh you hear there is this Father, one over here, yeah. Father Kyle Schnippel, who is originally from Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Ohio, USA. Right now, you are in. I'm also sitting right next to you in Atlanta, Georgia, in the Catholic Drinky's living room. <laughs> but Catholic Drinky Sarah is uh, over in the other room. She's we're doing a little uh, work here while we're recording this podcast. Awesome. Well, the reason I wanted to talk to Y'all, 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 y'all. The reason why I wanted to talk to all of you today is <laughs> <laughs> that, okay, so today we've got a, a pretty cool thing happening. A first for me happening, and that is that um, I'm going to my first ever Major League Baseball game. The Atlanta Braves, oddly enough, are playing. The San Diego Padres. The San so, Diego yeah. Padres, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so three priests going to the game. <laughs> three Padres going to the game. But I've never been to a Major League Baseball game. Which, on one level, astounds me. But then I'm like, oh, wait, he's from wherever in Canada. Saskatoon, <laughs> Saskatchewan. Yeah, they've got, so. like, one team, professional team up there. And uh, it's on the exact opposite side uh, of the country from exactly. him. So... Yeah, you know, I think we both, both Father Kyle and I, have been to multiple games. So. Right. I remember growing up and going to Reds games with my family, with my grandparents, and uh, always having a just such fond memories of going to Major League Baseball. And I think that's part of the allure and what makes it America's pastime uh, so much. So. Yeah, well, I mean, living in Canada, for the longest time in my lifetime, we had two major league teams. Yeah, the Expos. <laughs> the Expos and the Toronto Blue Jays, who still exist. But they are, you know, they're a good three, three and a half hour flight away from Saskatoon. Correct. Like, it's, it's easier for me to go to a game in Minneapolis than it would be to go to Toronto. Although I do cheer for the Blue Jays. At least a little bit. Not much to cheer for lately. <laughs> not, with those yeah, nominally cheer for the. <laughs> well, you, you know, your your situation is kind of like mine with the NFL. I've often joked that there are three CFL teams that are closer to where I live than NFL teams because you've got Calgary, Edmonton, and Regina are closer than Denver, the Twin Cities, and Seattle. That's yeah. <laughs> that's, that's actually. I hadn't thought about that that way. That's kind of cool. And what's right? You know, there for a while. I was within a for three years. I lived at our cathedral in Cincinnati, which is downtown, which is just a couple blocks from either the Bengals in the NFL or the Reds in Major League Baseball. So I could walk to the stadium in ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes. I could walk to either ballpark and check out a game you know i had a couple couple nights on uh your weeknights where i had nothing to do when the reds were in town i'm like 
I'll go to a baseball game, you know, <laughs> and I walk right down and you hit there at the second inning, and get a scalper seat for a quarter of the price and you get a good seat for $10. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you have to like drive how many hours to get to a major league baseball. So why haven't you gone to a game before like, like, father Daryl? I would have to plan like hundreds of dollars in advance or, you know, like, like save up my uh, Avion points to fly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's just a, a world I'm not used to. Like even to go to our beloved Saskatchewan rough riders, Canadian football, uh, even that I've got to plan well in advance. It's a two hour drive. Correct. Uh, getting tickets is not necessarily the easiest thing, depending on time of year and whatever. So, like to just think of, hey, I got a free evening. Let's go. Let's go take in this major sports <laughs> game. I was like, yeah, I can just. It was. It's a little harder now. I'm about half hour from downtown, uh, and so I have to plan a little bit more in advance. But uh, I, two days in advance, I could hit a note with buddies and say, hey, Friday night we're going to the game. It's like, okay, we'll get on get on a ticket voucher site and grab tickets and go. And so, you know, the one of the beauties of uh, base professional baseball is because they do play so many games in a season and the stadiums are so large unless the team is doing just gangbusters you know you get somebody like or somebody like the cubs that for whatever reason always <laughs> sells out their stadium yeah you can always find a seat you can always get in and you could show up at the stadium like like you said you know second inning and you'll find seats you don't have to worry about it it's not like football where you do have to buy it you know pro uh, nfl football they play so few games you gotta buy them in advance it's rare right. you're just gonna right, be able right. to show up and find a seat exactly and and that i think that makes baseball part of the charm there's always just that gate your day after day there's games going on and it just yeah. it's part of the grind of what makes baseball sort of a unique sport more like hockey or uh your basketball where the grinds but even then it's 162 games over six months so it is a long grind of a season that's amazing yeah. That's, that's amazing. Well, one, one of the things I wanted to ask you guys, cause I, you know, again, I'm going to my first ever, <laughs> you know, I'm 37 years old, going to my first ever major league baseball game. Um, so what, what kind of, uh, what kind of, what should I expect? You know, what, what goes on at a major league baseball game? Cause I'm kind of, I, I really don't know other than what I see on TV. You know, there's a certain ritual and routine that goes on in a game. So there's a bunch of pregame rituals, uh, throwing out a ceremonial first pitch. They often have uh, multiple of those. Uh, there's uh, the, per the introducing the teams and how they introduce the teams. There's uh, uh, both the visitors, the home team. The, the national anthem baseball tends to be a very patriotic sport uh, and was part of the healing of this country after 9-11 and, and how baseball was sort of galvanized. You gave us something, some attention to, to break some of that. And so uh, it, it's kind of all that, you know, the, the pregame ritual probably is each sport has its own unique style of that, uh, but it just gives you a sense of uh, of the historicity of the game as well. Yeah, and there's also a lot of energy when you go to a pro game that you don't get when you watch it on TV. I mean, I enjoy baseball, and I enjoy sitting. I'll leave it on TV, and I'll sit and watch it as I'm, you know I'm doing things. But you don't have the energy that you feel with the crowd, and it helps. You know, baseball baseball really pioneered the art of of building up and promoting during the game. So between the innings, you'll have things, you know, I think of a uh, Milwaukee Brewer stadium where you go there and they have the sausage races 
You Correct. know, there's, yeah. there's, there's mascots. A, yeah, there's, the sausage, there's mascots. sausage. What is this? There are, there are. Okay, so Milwaukee has a large German heritage. German heritage. German and there's and a company Polish. that makes a lot of different kinds of sausages. And this company is known very well in the Midwest. So you'll see it in Chicago and Milwaukee, that area. So they sponsor these races where it's these, the stuffed mascots, you know, like you see it, you know, college or pro games and they run, they run from like first base to third base along the the sidelines and everybody cheers for them. And so you'll have like the German sausage, Polish sausage, hot dog, and now they've added chorizo. Yes. So, and they run that, and that's you'll see stuff like that. You know, I guarantee you tonight they'll have something like that. They'll have in Atlanta. It's the Home Depot Tool Race. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, it's the Home Depot Tool so Race. Be, so that's right because I forgot Home Depot yeah, is based, based out here. of Atlanta. You know, so there'll be uh, between innings, there'll be games on the board where you can okay, uh, you know, the, the old uh, which ball or which hat which is the ball in. Under, you know, yeah. so you got to watch that on the board and figure in out. Cincinnati, maybe. we do the Skyline Chili Shuffle for that one. Oh, there you yeah. go. There you go. Um, there'll be things like trivia there'll be blooper reels uh different games i mean they they really do a good job of promoting and encouraging uh fan participation during the game it's pretty incredible actually what all they can do with it and you can have all kinds of random stuff i'm guessing at a game like this too like for example an air conditioning unit in the apartment (laughs) turning on as you're trying to record a podcast (laughs) oh wait that was just here yeah yeah (laughs) And and that's the fun of baseball too. Is you there's a there's a tr- Twitter handle you can't predict baseball because there's always something. Even though the sport is a hundred and uh, it started in 1869, so 125, 130 years old. Uh, there's always still something new, something unexpected happening in baseball. You know, so it just is always a that's what you look for in a game when you, that keeps you coming back. Exactly. You know, you just it, it's it's changing. It's constantly. Ev- evolving so there's always you know one season you might have a whole bunch of whole bunch of teams that everybody's uh you know they're on offense and all the scores are you know 10 to 9 and things like that next season defense gets promoted so then the scores are all one to zero yeah we're in a a heyday of pitching it seems now the scores have come down the pace of the game has gone up a little bit which is nice and Um, they've encouraged that and nba or uh, mlb has encouraged that to speed up the game just a little bit because unfortunately sometimes it does get a little slow well, that's, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. This is so, so cool. I, I like the, you know, the comments about the uh, unpredictability of it and, and the, the kind of the, the liveliness of the crowd, because, you know, I've been to football. That's really the only professional yeah. sport I've seen. Yeah. I have not even been to an NHL game. Really? I, I lived in Edmonton for four years, but um, I was a lowly seminarian student who couldn't afford NHL couldn't afford a hundred bucks for a nosebleed seat. So oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I've been to plenty of hockey games, but just not a pro pro level. But uh, yeah, it's the energy of the crowd that you. you and can't Atlanta get on does TV. that very well. You, it's the Braves, so uh, they've got a lot of history in this franchise. It's actually the oldest franchise. They haven't been here their entire time. They were in Boston and Milwaukee before they came to Atlanta. But with the Braves, they have this, they, they play this chop and it just, 
there were there have been times when the Braves have been really good. They're having a bit of a down season this year, and they play this chop. and And even as a visitor in the stands, it drills into your skull in some ways. <laughs> and and I can just imagine being an opposing player, just hearing that come in, being a a, a a player for the Braves, and just having that build you up. And it's, so it's just a it's a they had a wonderful home field advantage here at, at Turner Field. Now, okay, is that what they would have played when the Toronto Blue Jays were playing them? in the World Series back in the early 90s. Yes, yes. The one that the Toronto Blue Jays players were mocking after they won the World that Series. That I do not know. That I do not know, but that would not surprise me, yes. From the locker room, they were all at the end of it doing that, uh, whatever yeah, that the was. Arm swing, the, the arm swing, the tomahawk shot. <laughs> um, yeah, being, of course, a Blue Jays fan, that was... That was fun to watch. Uh, now, I, I was very tempted, devilishly tempted to wear Blue Jays into the stadium today. Um, I'm wearing my Toronto. I'm rocking the the, uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So I figured you, you, CFL is probably safer. No one will yeah, know what no it one, is. No one, everyone will look at you and say, what's that jersey? Because we don't know what that is. <laughs> Although Saskatchewan people tend to be everywhere. <laughs> so okay. You never know. So you might run into someone. You know, and by and large, I think even if you show up with the opposing team, it's not like you hear of soccer overseas where they have big riots between the opposing teams. I think for the most part, it's pretty civil. You know, it doesn't matter what you show up with. Um, I mean, maybe an exception might be made if you show up in St. Louis with a red hat on or something. Yeah. Then, then you might have a little trouble and vice versa. Yeah, but both, uh, Boston, uh, Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees, you'd have a lot of rail. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. between uh, between Atlanta Braves and the San Diego Padres, they they play one series here in Atlanta one series in San Diego a year so there's not a lot of history development between the two teams so uh, funny enough the the Padres just came played a weekend series in Cincinnati and so they're coming down here now so uh, <laughs> and they they did pretty well in Cincinnati so we'll see how they do it here oh, okay. in Atlanta so when you go to a game like this then um what I, one thing I've noticed about watching football in person is that the energy level really almost depends in a way on how good the home team does Right. And that's, that would be uh, the same, similar. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) awesome. I mean, when you, when you have a team that's doing poorly, uh, it's, you can watch the games and it's, there are more seats empty than full. Yeah. You know, you'll see, you'll see some of those teams and they'll be almost desolate. You know, it's just like you could walk in and no one would care because at least you're there to spend a little bit of money. Yeah. And sometimes even teams that do well, I think at Tampa Bay Rays had a, had a great run there for a while, but their ballpark was so big and so sort of unfan friendly that uh, they just never drew crowds. Mm-hmm. And uh, Atlanta's ballpark, Turner Field, is a good ballpark. It's a little bit bigger than some of the others. So it's um, a little over 40,000, I think, oh, something wow. like that. Yeah. 40, 45. Um, but part of the fun of going to a baseball game is you, you get into your seats, you, you watch some of the pregame activities, you watch the first couple innings, uh, and then I I enjoy getting up and walking around and seeing different viewpoints into the into the field. As you go stand over the bullpen for a while, if you can stand over the bullpen and watch your players warming up, you know, the the relief pitchers warming up, things like that, and you kind of make your way back to your seats then and and finish up the last couple innings uh, back in your seats, and so it's you, and you see a lot of people just milling around i think at football games people tend to sit in their seat and they they go out to concessions they come right back at baseball you just see a lot more just milling sort of activity kind of presence huh, so. i didn't even know that was a possibility like like you say football hockey 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Saskatchewan, they, they, they're building a new stadium right now. The stadium they have at the moment, the concessions and the, especially the bathrooms, <laughs> they're not, <laughs> they're not big enough. Uh-huh. So the third quarter can actually be kind of dead in there because half of the people Everybody's are still, still outside for the, for the, yeah. <laughs> to go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's awesome. So here's, here's another question then just, to, you know, from your own experience of going to all these games and whatever, do you have any stories of like really cool things you saw or, or maybe not so cool things you saw? <laughs> uh, well, I can, I can actually think of my first professional baseball game I ever went to. I, I, Living in North Dakota, Montana, we didn't have professional baseball like Saskatchewan. Um, so it wasn't until after I got into the Air Force and Bush Stadium then, I, I would presume does still today, Bush Stadium in St. Louis had a policy that if you were military, you could go to the press gate, not the regular general admission gate, but the press gate, show your military ID and they would let you in for standing room only free of charge. So you could just get in on the game. You could go stand anywhere and watch the game. Well, by just dumb luck, I happened to walk, instead of walking up into the bleachers or whatever, I happened to walk down into the seats below, by behind home plate. You know, some of the oh, 200, the, 300, the 400. The high price seats, yeah. yeah. The, the most expensive plate uh, seats. Well, I was standing there, and there was a lady who was an usher. I was visiting with her, and the game was going on. And about the fifth inning, I said, you know, it doesn't look like there's anybody going to be here. Do you mind if I go and sit down? Oh, no, you're fine. You know, I explained yeah. I was there for general admission. So I ended up just basically walking into these absolutely beautiful seats, nice. standing there, watching the game, and just enjoyed it immensely. And that was my first experience of baseball. Because those seats are, you see those seats behind home plate. There's a reason why they're leather and, you know, they've got the customized High service and everything. And, yeah. You pay for it. Yeah. And we have those same seats in Cincinnati where it's all you can eat. You know, the, they just bring food out to you. That's not the case in this where we normally sit, where I, where I normally sit. So, uh, and just growing up, the memories for me growing up involved more of the people I was with, you know, and there were, I remember going for, for a Reds fan, the summer of, of 1990 was a, was an important season because it, we, the Reds led the division wire to wire. They had a, a great, they had a hot streak at the start of the season and then just kind of kept going. And then they, they beat the pirates in the playoffs and then they beat the A, in the World Series, uh, they swept the A's in the World Series in four games, and so that I remember those games, and I just remember the you talk about a very electric atmosphere when you'd go to the ballpark, and so. But I remember going with my grandma and grandpa, my my twin. I'm an identical twin, so my twin brother and I would go with my with our grandparents and uh, just spending time with them, and you know, just hearing stories of my grandfather was a huge baseball fan and he just passed that on to us and i think for me going to a reds game is is reliving some of those different things as well you know that's there's something to that for sure like i you know again never been to an nhl game but been to plenty of hockey games but growing up playing hockey and going to our <laughs> our local junior team the nippowin hawks <laughs> go hawks go um but you know, it, anytime I go to a game now, it brings me back to those days. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. the smell of the popcorn, the, the, the organ or whatever, the music and the, 
It, it, yeah, it totally brings me back to that. Yeah, and the first game you go to in a season, you know, from I, I, I try to get to a couple games during the year. I don't always make it now. But, uh, when I was living downtown, it was a lot easier. But you're the first game you go to for a season, and you walk in, and it's just like it's summer now because the grass is green, the you know, everything looks brighter, the whole ballpark is spiffy and clean and shiny, and it just gives you such a a great sense of uh, this is what we've done for for however many years, especially in Cincinnati where we have mm-hmm. a very old franchise with the Reds so well there, there is you know we talked about the rituals but there is so much of the rituals of getting the the popcorn and the hot dogs and the beer and uh, again yeah being there and, and seeing all all the field and everything and you know sadly for some people in big cities that's the only grass they see is yeah. sitting there on that diamond that's amazing to me. <laughs> living out in, <laughs> in rural Saskatchewan right now. That's yeah, yeah. where you can see for miles and miles. Yes. For you know, some people in downtown Cincinnati, it's concrete jungle or, or in the New York teams, even in the very high price, you know, it's like you see grass in central park, but you don't see it anywhere else. So, wow. That's incredible. Uh, so, okay. So we've talked a lot about going to the games and the kind of stuff that, you know, you might've enjoyed seeing or brings you back. Is there any, again, speaking to a newbie here, any, uh, pitfalls to avoid or any, any negative kind of, uh, experiences that you could remember? You no, know, I think baseball tends to be a very positive experience, a general happy experience because, because there are so many games in a season, the season doesn't hinge on a one win, one loss, mm-hmm. like it would in football, for example. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is depending on where you're seated, uh, watching out for balls, bats going into the stadium, mm-hmm. into the stands. Those are the major pitfalls. Or, uh, and you may occasionally get like a rowdy fan that's around, but but generally, that you generally then you just go get an usher and that fan goes away. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. so. yeah, no, I agree. I think it's just you. You do have to be more aware. Like, like Father Kyle said, you do have to be more aware of what's going on on the field because, the, you know, for example, I think we're, where we're going to be sitting tonight, very likely um, fall balls could end up there because we're going to be off Correct. the first base, as I, I think recall. So, yeah. And we're right close to the front of the of the second level oh, I yeah believe. the second tier you know so very much fall ball territory where someone could pop it up and it could land right in the middle of us that's yeah. the biggest risk yeah. wow did either of you bring a ball glove no have you ever brought a ball glove when to i was a kid i did yeah. catch one I've caught one foul ball once. Really? I, yeah, it was. Uh, I was in a box seat with uh, when I was working for the for the diocese of vocation director. I was invited into a box with. Um, it was one of the lawyers for the diocese. Uh, uh, lawyers are financial accountants, advisors, and so he got the uh, the box for his company one one game, and I got invited in, and I could see it coming my way, and I'm like, I can't catch it on the fly but if it bounces it's mine because because i being in the box and and there was a big concrete pad right next to us and so uh it bounced off the ground and i was able to reach up and grab it and snag it and get it into the box so uh, it was it was in my uh in my office in the vocation office for uh (laughs) for the rest of the time of my term down there and and i think i I still have it at my house at the house now and you know yeah it's uh in the movie um uh Tom Cruise, what what movie? Uh, 
a few good men. Oh yeah. Tom Cruise had his thinking bat. I had my thinking ball. So when I was trying, it was stuck coming up with something. <laughs> I'd grab that ball and I just thought, toss it back and forth. Or occasionally I would drop it or throw it against the wall and scare the, scare the bejeebers out of the sister that worked next to me. <laughs> so. Like Steve McQueen in the great escape and just throw oh, it yeah. against yeah. the door for a while. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I, I remember, you know, getting hockey pucks. Uh-huh. And I mean, that's another sport you got to watch out for because yeah. they can shoot those things, you know, 90 miles an hour or whatever. And they can come when you least expect it to. Yeah. Yeah. Now I noticed most NHL ranks, actually all the NHL ranks now have netting around the end boards. Uh-huh. So at least you don't have that, <laughs> that to worry about if you sit at the end. If you're on the side, I mean, you're probably not going to come at you at terribly high velocity, but. But they still can. Yeah. 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 Vulcanized rubber. Those Vulcans, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, when you do watch a game, you'll see someone get smacked pretty good um, where they have to bring in the the crew, the emergency yeah. crew and everything. And in most stadiums, they're very well aware of it. So they've got people who are lined up along the side. So as soon as a ball lands and it looks like somebody might have got hurt, they're there right away. Yeah. I mean, within 30 seconds, they're there. They're evaluating them. You know, was it a concussion? Is it just they got bruised? It was, you know whatever but they're there to make sure that if someone does get hurt they get the help they need immediately they're really good about that and there was someone that was hurt at a game here recently by a bat going in the stadium so so it's it pays attention it's good to pay attention we're not in bat flinging (laughs) territory so father darrell you're okay okay but that's good i'm i'm glad (laughs) yeah me too actually (laughs) well i'm totally looking forward to this let's head out let's go to the ball game amen so here we are going into the front gates (laughs) and i'm i'm excited there's uh There's a lot of activity here. This is really cool. It's so well set up. Um, tremendous beer selection here. This is amazing. This is amazing. Um, so what would you recommend I get for a ball game? Well, uh, do you want a light beer? Do you want a regular beer? You know, I'm thinking a regular beer. Nice hot day. At least hot compared to what I'm used to. Yeah, I mean, we've got some Sweetwater. So they're the sponsor of this area here. So like a Sweetwater IPA would be really good. Uh, uh, especially since it's in a tall boy can. You can't really go wrong with that. But if you like Stella, they also have the Stella tall boys. Uh, Stella's so. okay, but I'll, I'll go for something I can't get back at home. Then so I, I go for the Sweetwater IPA. Awesome. Yeah. All right. That's what I'll get. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. So we got our beer. This is a Sweetwater IPA. I followed uh, Sarah's suggestion. Great suggestion, Sarah. Okay. Thank you. Good. Thank you. I gotta say, the smells in this place is what gets me right now. Like it, it just it smells it, really. You, you know what you're good. smelling right now? You are smelling the best hamburger in Atlanta. Yeah. Yes. So that's supper then. I think that you should have the Holman and Finch burger for dinner. All right. It's twelve dollars for a burger. And oh, that's fries. not bad. That's not bad. No. All right. Well, we'll pick this up again after food, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, we're now in our seats, and the, the game is uh, underway. Whew, this is exciting. Ready? Braves just scored. Ready, three, 
too much fun. <laughs> So we've just had an awesome burger, one of the best burgers I've had in a long time here at the stadium. And we're back to watching baseball. It's pretty cool. Top of the ninth, Braves are up 3-2. Tell us, what did you Closer, think of the funnel cake? Jason Grilly is into the game. And the funnel cake Fuck was amazing. It was deep fried dough and icing sugar. Uh, probably took some time uh, off the life of my heart, but it's great, great stuff. And that was uh, a lot of fun, but oh, so sad. The Braves lost 5-3 in extra innings. What a game. So glad I came. That was amazing. have it my first ever experience of a major league baseball game in person and i have to admit i'm, I'm laughing because uh, just listening to that audio uh, it, it sounds like all we did was drink beer and eat and <laughs> we did do a lot of that but that wasn't all it just i guess that just happens to be when i pulled out the iphone to record some audio uh, but no we, we sat down we watched the game got quite into it uh, one of the things that really impressed me about seeing the game in person is how how quick the game the game is how fast the, the players move how fast the ball moves how high the ball is hit because these are things you don't necessarily see on tv and uh, you know from where we were sitting we had some pretty good seats we were looking out towards the uh, the first base so we were quite quite close to the action definitely within foul ball territory none of them qu came quite to us but definitely uh, the a foul ball could could easily co have come to us uh, but just the, the speed of the game actually that that kind of surprised me i didn't expect to see that but i had a lot of fun at the game it was uh, it was a tremendous amount of fun and i'm so grateful for the three people that i got to go to this game with uh sarah vabulous you heard her a bit in those sound clips you can find her over at catholicdrinky.com and also father kyle schnippel and father Corey stika who joined me on the podcast a little bit earlier and who were also a lot of fun at the game so i thank you all very much for coming with me and for taking me out to the old ball game thank you so much and so that's it for this show if you uh, would like to share any thoughts about what you heard here or or perhaps even share some stories of your own attendance uh, at a professional baseball game or any other professional sports game please go to thesportsfathers.com uh, leave a note in the show notes or you can find us on facebook or twitter we would love to hear from you and until next time 
in the words of the great Canadian participation commercial, Body Break, keep fit and have fun. Have a good one, everyone. Everyone.